1: it's wednesday albuquerque you know what that means it means four streets closed and we can't get to the office building today because they're filming a movie downtown with john cena even though you can't see him they can see you coming from a mile away and they block it off right there at broadway and there's no way whatsoever to get here to my parking garage in time for the
0: show slid in under the tag yes wednesday everybody i missed a lot of that bob did you catch any of that that was a lot
2: No, I was here at uh, 12.30. So, oh. you, were, you were booked all day today, Fred. Had a
1: full day today. You had a full day. Yep. I was you, up to the. We knew coming into today, Right. I'd be up into The Wire. You had a full day. The Wire, which was on HBO. Yeah, yeah, 02 to
0: 07. My yeah. favorite show. The nope. best show ever put on a square.
1: Based in the downtown uh, inner city of Baltimore, Maryland. Yes,
0: Bodymore Murderland. As there you they say. go. Uh-huh. Rio Rathole. So, you, when you got the news of John Cena being across the street from us. <laughs> I assumed under any other circumstance, you'd have raced down here, yeah. fanboyed out. With a steel chair in hand. <laughs> you'd have got your uh, Froggy Fresh album cover and then brought it down here to try to get John Cena to autograph it. Hey Siri, what movie is John
1: Cena recording? Do you record or film? I think you shoot. Oh my gosh, he actually answered. Thank
0: <laughs> what else is she gonna do? I didn't
1: know she was listening.
0: She's just sitting there with bated breath every day, waiting for you to talk to her. Much like my dog with the scratchums. It's a movie with Allison Brie called Freelance, where John
1: Cena and Juan Pablo Raba. Ooh, I've never heard of whoever that is.
0: Brie is my fourth favorite cheese, and my thirteenth favorite Allison. Nice.
1: So there you go. So there's the movie being filmed downtown, which inconvenienced my life today.
0: Um, so there you go. Hey, speaking of filming, I know you don't watch it, mm-hmm. but uh, Bob, do you watch Better Call Saul? Are you familiar with that show, Bob? I think it's new.
2: The name is familiar.
0: Yeah, I'm not either. So I was thinking that either my dog, we've talked about my dog being on Better Call Saul sometime throughout this season. I thought you were going to
1: say being having had better days.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog days of almost summer. There you go. So my neighbor's house, they used it for a shoot on Breaking, uh, excuse me, Better Call Saul oh. this season. And it aired on Monday. Okay. So I got to see my neighbor's house. That's not, and that's not a very good story. but Wait <laughs> yeah. for it. Okay. Wait, wait for it. Do we have to? So all year, you know how verbal my old beagle is. Yeah. And I just assumed that you'd be able to hear my beagle because if he's outside, doesn't stop barking at neighbors. Right. A lot of ruckus right across the alley. Mm-hmm. And so... When the scene happened that my neighbor's house was in, like, directly across the alley from me, uh, when I saw the house, they turned the alley and my backyard and my house to some, like, quaint German, like, open, like, farm area. (laughs) It was just, like... A quaint little village. With cows and chickens? Yeah. So this this house that's downtown-ish, I won't give you the exact address. I know where you live. Because stalkers. Not you. Oh. It's for Bob.
1: Bob, you don't need this information. I know
0: how Bob gets. I can find it. Yeah, that that's... Is, that's a classic Bob. I see the way you look at me, Bob. Hey,
1: when Bob <laughs> uses the computer here at the office, like any workstation, he is about four inches from the screen. And if you walk in... It's like the quick turn of the screen moved. You Uh-oh. know what I'm talking about? Oh man! Like, Bob, why are you like that on the screen? Why do you do it? Like, it's not a glasses thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a privacy thing. I can uh, tell.
2: Uh, if I told you, I'd have to kill there
1: you. There we go. Yeah, that's like Vital, like Walpo.
0: So I've been waiting all season to see this house, yeah, to see my house, and potentially see or hear my dog. Nothing. They just like erased Albuquerque. It's like Europe. They turned my neighborhood into yeah. Europe. Like there's like electric uh, rail system in the front yard. The street's completely different, like a monorail. They system? super yeah monorail. Um, the the train kissing disease, I think it is. And they have like a, a superimposed a different house next to this house, and my house is just gone. So it was very interesting. I did some movie magic, yeah. on my neighborhood and turned downtown Albuquerque into Germany or whatever. How old is your dog? Sixteen and a half years old. So
1: only three and a half years older is the Apple iPod, which was discontinued yesterday, Van. You sad? Twenty do I care? It did change the game. Me and you, we're Zune people. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. That's a big Zune guy. So I Bob, work Bob still has a Walkman. What do you, you have a Walkman, Bob? No. You have a radio tuner? No. How do you yeah. listen what, how do you listen to music while in transit?
2: In the car on the radio.
0: But w- hold on, you don't hey, listen no, to music? Don't listen to music in your car. You yes, I do. You listen to Two Men On on yeah. 95.9 Every FM day. and AM610, D-Sports well, Animal. Well,
2: you're not on 24-7. Well, you can get us on Spotify. Is that Spotify, I Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Stitcher. Okay. Oh, over, SoundCloud. At, SoundCloud? He's, a, I, he's I a SoundCloud guy. I don't do any of that stuff. Apple Podcasts? Nothing. Okay. Well, no, there's one show, Ooh. and it's a political show. Okay. BV. I,
0: Is it BV? It's BV. <laughs> T.J. Trout? No. you <laughs> can't listen to TJ Trout. TJ Trout is on right now with us. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's why you got to
2: catch it afterwards. Yeah. No. He's very it's, good. He's it's but, a talented guy. I, I And I don't even listen to that much anymore just because it's too distracting. So the good old radio and music stations. Okay. Well, okay. You, now you know. I, I have found out that politics raises my blood pressure.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, if you were the filibuster, you wouldn't have any problems. Just saying. I mean, that's what people are telling me on the internet. They say it doesn't take but a swipe what? of the pen. That's all it takes. What? Filibusters. W-
2: well, what about them? Just get rid yeah. of them. That's what they say. Well, that's what they say. And Who said that?
1: Well, the ones that are saying, like the ones that say that, but not the ones that say keep it. Yeah. There's like two people.
2: Well, it depends on who's in charge. Oh, you know,
1: there you go. Yeah. You
2: know, if you look back, at one point they wanted to keep the filibuster. Now they want to get rid of it. Interesting. Next year, they'll want to keep it again.
1: Well, not next year, but two years, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know who I believe is in charge? Us. That's what I was told. <laughs> Growing up, I was told it was us. The citizens of the United
0: States of America? Yeah. Turn, that's that's oh, adorable, you turn, think, that, that.
1: that was a fabulous lie. Yeah. yeah. I've been indoctrinated. Uh-huh. There's, there's a group, and it's not us,
0: but there's a group. You're talking super PACs? Super PACs. Super PACs. Super PACs? You talking lobbyists. There's a percentile. Are you going all the way to the top? You talking Illuminati? I, I, are you it, talking a? Uh, well, so the Pentaverate.
1: We have a no spoiler rule on this show. Okay. So we're not going to talk about the multiverse of madness yet. So please don't talk about the Illuminati. So thank you.
0: Are they in it? Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that was, Hello. That was a question, not a statement. That's, what are you doing? There's I a lot of listener
1: I, out there. Right I now.
0: haven't seen it.
1: That's unacceptable. <laughs> 20 years ago today, Bob. So that would have been 2002. And I remember the day that the iPod came out, I was working at a Target. So I was like a red shirt, khaki guy. This is my first job ever. Okay. So I would have been a sophomore in high school. That's crazy. That was so long
0: ago. I'm glad you're not a red hat and khaki guy. Like Jim Harbaugh? Not what I meant. Okay. Uh, We won't go there. Uh,
2: I'm glad you're not a red shirt in the old Star Trek series.
0: This is, oh, that's a good one, Bob. Oh, is that bad? Because they die. Every oh, red they, shirt dies. Yeah. Every red shirt dies. That's the thing. Even the freshmen. Yes. Yeah, especially the freshmen. The red shirt freshmen.
1: Like if you come in, if you come in as a red shirt freshman, like not a chance. No, you're they dead. take you on an away game. You're done for. Huh. So as I'm working at the Target, we have a like a kiosk at the Target where the iPod comes out. So there's like a special Apple iPod thing at the Target for the iPod. And no one has a clue of what the iPod is. Yeah. Like, the iPod, like, we're, like, jazzed up in the store. There's, like, a, hey, this is huge on the East Coast. Hey, like, because I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, hey, there's going to be lines. We only have, you know, whatever it was, 25 iPods. And and people are going to want, you know, they're going to demand to buy 25 by themselves. And you can only sell them one. And it was, like, crickets when the doors opened at this Target because no one had a clue about the iPod.
0: Did you actually... Not a lot of people had computers then either. Well, people had computers in 2002, but not a lot of people had like Napster. Schools and libraries had computers. Like
2: Yeah, Apple O2. was giving them to the schools.
1: Yeah, well, that's what that's how I learned graphic design was on like an old like rear projection like Mac Beam CRT yeah. type. And so so as we're there anyway the point I'm trying to get to is there was this display of the iPod and if you remember the old iPod it was it was like a pack of cigarettes. Yes. It was like big. Oh, it was bigger than that. Yeah. And it had the most distinctive and I can like feel it in my like teeth in my if jaw. Using,
0: if you're using non-traditional English measurements, yeah. I think it would have been two packs of Virginia Slims taped together.
1: Yeah. With yeah, yeah with one thin layer of masking tape around it holding it together. Exactly that. And right. so when you would it would go and you're like I remember this noise uh-huh. from my childhood.
0: Like I'll never forget it. It's therapeutic to me, and I had that thing for about. You know, the iPhone mimics that noise in some settings. The click, the little clicky boy. Oh, so here's the
1: thing, I've never heard a sound off of my phone that isn't my slave robot Siri talking back to me, because I put no sound out on my phone.
0: Oh, see, I, I forget to turn it off after updates because I got to go back in and do my stuff. It's not an Android. What are you talking about? when the, it updates? No, it just stays the Your same. Your notifications isn't back on after updates. Oh god no. Okay, well, I'm having a conversation yeah, with Steve Jobs. Figure
1: out the cloud, dog. So, so as the the iPod retires today and I'm like 2002, I'm like that's like a long long time ago. That's like 20 years ago. It's exactly 20 years ago. And that 20, ago. 20 gigabytes of like Apple Music was the thing, and I was like, "But what else was the thing 20 years ago?" Okay. Nickelback's How You Remind Me was at the top of the rock charts as it was released 20 years ago in 2002. Ashanti's and Nelly's Dilemma, number
0: one on top of the hip-hop and R&B charts. That's he- a name I haven't heard in a long time, Ashanti.
1: Ashanti's Foolish and uh, Nelly's with Kelly Rowland's Dilemma. Okay. Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles, and it was the same time that the M, M-, M- the M&M show was released. Oh my! Isn't that crazy to that think crazy. about? That got pirated a lot. Two thousand one on a lot of iPods. Two thousand one is the last year the Seattle Mariners made the Major League Baseball playoffs.
0: Losers, <laughs>
1: losers. <laughs> <laughs> the Osbournes came out on MTV. Like these are all huge, like social things.
0: Oh they... Okay. Oh, yeah, you got to come in and save my puppies. What are, what are you doing? That was Sharon Osbourne, if you couldn't tell. It was, Sharon, it was Sharon Osbourne impression.
1: 2002 is when Michael Jackson held his baby off a off of uh,
0: Second Story. Oh, you talking about Blanket? Yes. Oh, poor Blanket. Didn't really work out. He treated the monkey way better than his kids. This is the first time in 2002
1: when I learned about teams. And you're like, Fred, you know about sports or whatever. No. I was team Justin and you were team Brittany. Because after that breakup, I couldn't handle
0: life. Well, I, the real winner of that breakup was denim. <laughs> 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 but that's a very good joke. Just Yeah, just
1: kind of crazy. End of an era. And it changed everything. Because my whole, my whole pocket is this iPod, like this iPhone that I have. Uh, everybody's got one now. Yeah, look at me right now. What is <laughs> it? This is a MacBook. That's an iPad. This is an Apple Watch. That's AirPods in my pocket. This is an Apple phone. I became a fanboy somehow. Somehow. But only, hey, if you're to be like, Fred, what are you about like phone lines? I'm like, oh, I do not care. You do whatever you want. But then I'm over here like, actually, the ease of convenience jumping between all these devices and the way it networks my home and my TV is an Apple TV. I'm like, I, I low key got sucked into the cult without paying my membership
0: dues. Well, when you say you don't care, that makes you a thing. Oh, it's just on the tip of my tongue. What do you call it? Hypocritical. A liar. Okay. That makes you a liar because you guilted me and a couple other friends into joining your Apple cult, and I finally gave in, but this is my only Apple product is the phone.
2: I don't have a single one. You don't have anything? No. The only thing Apple in my house is either the kind you eat, or if you want to consider it, my daughter's old, 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 old Apple computer.
0: Well, that's an apple product. It's an apple product. That's where they started. it's not mine. Uh, I'm just holding
2: it for my daughter because she still hasn't picked it up. Are you like a
0: Gala guy? Like a Honeycrisp guy? Like what's your jam? Red Delicious? Granny Smith? Um, Anything with,
2: any of them with honey.
0: Honey, Yeah, Honeycrisp are good. There's a lot.
2: Actual honey? Or do they have to have the word honey in it? I think you, uh, I read something that you can eat. A different variety of Apple for like 10 years.
1: Yeah, it's something crazy. Yeah, like
2: 10 million varieties.
1: Because if you are to go, obviously you start with Fuji. Fiji? Fuji? Fuji? Fuji. 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 No woman, no cry. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then by the time you get down to Macintosh, because the Macintosh Apple is where it gets interesting, because that's poor branding. Go on. That's a computer joke. Yeah, I know. I got you. Best I could do for you. Okay. (laughs) No hitters don't matter. World of baseball. QBs are weird. We're only on until 545 today, so Josh Sushan, the voice of the Albuquerque High will join us at 530. And boy, did he earn his paycheck last night. A 20-to-1 throbbing of the good guys last night. We're going to talk about the difficulty of a 20-to-1 thumping when you have the microphone in front of you. Somehow it still only took an hour and 45 minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, and it's a hard life. Uh, we've all had hard days at work, but we haven't had such a hard day where our boss kicks us. We'll talk a little bit about that, too, as we move forward. We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports
0: Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. As usual, the boys are in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. John Lopez is the man for all of your real estate needs, whether it's selling, renting, uh, demolishing, uh, employment. Uh, if you just like to drive around look at houses, I don't know, but he's the best at all of it. MLB's first no-hitter happened yesterday. Aren't you excited, Fred? Breaking news that no longer matters. Kristen Yelich hit for the cycle
1: today, so get over it. Your old news, no-hitter. You don't matter. You never matter. There's been about a million of them in the history of the game. No-hitters are stupid. They're a waste of time. Not even Justin Verlander can throw one. Let me prove it to you. Yesterday, the only thing that matters is the cycle that was hit for today. Therefore, if you want to talk at all about no-hitters, you're talking about old news and old man baseball.
0: It's only about the long ball. Let's go, Kristen Yelich. Well, how do you really feel about it, Fred? I mean, don't pull any punches. Like, Just tell us about it. Of course no-hitters are a big deal. Literally to no one. It's so hard to do. By the way, Justin Verlander already has three in his career. Did not go in yesterday, loser. Yesterday would have been his fourth.
1: How about when he faced the minimum but couldn't get a no-hitter because he's uh, garbage and
0: stupid and awful. Well, one like off-the-handle broken bat single found some green but he pitched very well okay if justin verlander would have completed the no hitter it would have put him in elite company okay as the only people two people in the history of baseball have uh, thrown more than three and that's nolan ryan the legend and sandy Koufax. and it would have been justin verlander but he's probably thinking about his wife or something i don't
2: know if i'm not mistaken the season is not over
1: oh it's literally never over no, no hitters happen every week. They're every week now. And you're you're here. I'm Van. Let me be Van for a second. It's really difficult to throw a no hitter when your team's up twelve runs. And the only thing that kept you from a perfect game was one bad call by an official. Careful, that's baseball. You're choking on
0: loser. Well, I don't have to say anything. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 Did you see, uh, oh, what's his name, Anthony Rendon? Tony Rendon? What's he up to? What's all Tony Rendon up to? It was hilarious. Like, in the eighth inning, like, a no-hitter is almost a guarantee. Anthony Rendon, they're up 12 rip. Anthony Rendon steps up to hit off of Brett Phillips, a outfielder. Good. Who is pitching for the Rays. Because they're getting demolished. That's way better than a no-hitter. Hold on. Yeah. It gets even better if you didn't see this already. So, Anthony Rendon... Feels pity for this poor position player who has to pitch. And by the way, Brett Phillips pitching is must see TV. It's absolutely hilarious. So Anthony Rendon flips around and bats left handed to get a sure out, and he cranks one out of the ballpark. <laughs> Anthony Rendon has taken one at bat left handed his whole career, and he hits it out of the friggin' ballpark off of Brett Phillips. Oh, God. Hilarious. Of course, no hitters are a big deal. The kid's a
1: rookie. Oh, so you're telling me they're so easy to do, you can just do it the second you show up to Major League Baseball? That's how big of a deal they are? You don't even have to be any good or even have ever played before. You can literally lace up the cleats, have a heartbeat, and get a no-hitter. Cool. Cool resume builder, bro.
0: Well, a heartbeat is a very important part of playing professional sports. Otherwise, you're very disqualified. Speaking of that, look, it's right there on the television right now over our shoulder. Where do you get
1: the, the, get the correct batting helmet? Because it's not
0: minor leagues where you have the 2 <laughs> ear covers. I mean, there's left-handed people on the team. You can just switch out.
1: Okay, we just call them people. The so, in the history of
0: baseball, Fred, there's been more recently because of the, the importance of pitching and the increase in velocity and spin rate, et cetera, et cetera, oh, there's God. been more no-hitters recently. But there's been an average of about two no-hitters a year throughout the whole history of baseball, 315 in total. Since 1876. That's one a year. It's two a year.
1: Is two that's years. three a year, Bob. <laughs> that's, that's how little this thing matters.
0: Hey, put the calculator away. Just let Fred do his thing. 318 years. How many games? <laughs> and if you don't think that's crazy enough, there's 2,430 games. Okay, what's the name of his cap Every pitching? year. Reed what? Detmers.
1: No, 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 no. What's the name of the outfielder pitching?
0: Brett Phillips. All right, so Brett Phillips is like old-timey baseball. He's hilarious. (laughs) He was was on the Astros, and when they traded him, I was very upset. His nickname's Bronco. You don't trade somebody named Bronco.
1: Well, what's that for? Big OJ fan?
0: I'm not not sure. 162 games a year. You extrapolate that over every team in the league. That's 2,430 games. So if they average two no-hitters a year, it only happens one in every 1,215 games. That's very rare. That's noteworthy, Fred. You miss 100% of the opportunities you don't take, right?
1: So when Brett Phillips gets called to come into pitch, this is the funniest
0: thing. Ever he's seen. hilarious.
1: He's in the bullpen, and he's like jumping up and down with
0: excitement. Yes. Yeah, he's... This is the second time he's done it this year.
1: He's like, he's, he's rubbing his head and patting his belly and he's doing like all the things a child does when they're excited about a dessert that they're getting that they didn't think they were gonna get. Yeah. Like, so in his delivery is beautiful, Bob. So, all right, as you're driving your car, don't do this. But if you're listening any other way, put your hands together like you're like you're praying, right? Like you're doing praying hands, and uh-huh. then fo- and then fold your fingers onto each other. Stick your elbows out as far as you can. Lift them over the top of your head. <laughs> Try to touch between your shoulder blades mm-hmm. bring it immediately and as quickly as humanly possible down to your waistband like your belt buckle
0: this is all accurate through so the far. front of
1: your face throw your body hard to the right then deliver full on leg over the middle and you're like okay
0: cool that okay that's you one got, pitch you got to describe the leg though hold on cuz he doesn't pick up the leg and <laughs> twist the leg goes straight up perpendicular towards the catcher and then he takes a step it, it is ridiculous. It comes
1: down the way if you were trying to teach like a gymnast to jump off of a swing set, but stick the landing. Like that's how straight and perpendicular
0: the leg is. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's so fun. The guy is so fun. He's yeah. He's the fun locker room guy. He's the the fun dugout guy. He's
1: the guy who's like, I don't care if I take an L. Well, you're not gonna take an L. You're already down. You're down to yeah, yeah. You're chasing twelve, bro.
0: Yeah. That ERA though.
1: That's how that's how little no-hitters matter. The show gets stolen by the comedy relief. This is like when the jester is better than the
0: performance. Which often it is, but it doesn't take anything away from it. It's still an amazing accomplishment, even though the jester put on a show. Whenever the stadium is chanting, Error, error on the one
1: hit of the game, that's a better story than this no-hitter.
0: I, I watched it. It was an error.
1: Now, if we're talking perfect game, Yeah cool we can have this conversation you're talking no hitter how about no radio time because that's how little no hitters matter you said you just said there was 30 a year you just said that two seconds that's ago that's not what i said whatsoever what number was it there's averages two a year yeah throughout
0: the history of baseball very similar sure and how many do we already have this season we almost had two yesterday there's zero because i just said he got the first one of the year okay so there's that So only, now that thir- only 23 perfect games. This season. <laughs> all time, Fred, all time. Perfect games are a big deal. Yeah.
1: How many no-hitters did Nolan Ryan have? Seven. Okay, and he had zero Cy Youngs. So what I'm saying is a guy that can never win a Cy Young can get a no-hitter? This is not a big deal.
0: That's wildly incorrect. How do you figure? Nolan Ryan was the best amalgamation of a pitcher over two decades Uh uh-huh he was never the best pitcher in one single solitary year he's
1: never won a Cy Young but he can throw no hitters would you rather have a Cy Young pitcher
0: well or would you rather have a guy who can throw a no hitter to be fair to be fair um to be fair Cy Young never won a Cy Young award so screw him homeboy he was so
1: good, they named the award after him. It's like... Yeah. It's like... Uh, wh- but if wh- he was so good, how come he never
0: won one? Well, because it didn't exist yet. They. Well... He was the one who set the standard. So you're saying he won the Cy Young Award every year because he was Cy Young? I feel like that's cheating. The Maurice Rocket Richard
1: Trophy, the hockey goal one? What? That's what I'm telling you. Okay. So that is the one for... Is it still hockey season? Oh, it's in the playoffs now. I know it's in the playoffs because I saw my hometown social media the home team won on Mother's Day and I was like, Oh good. Like these these mothers can still have a good like holiday instead of it being ruined by their terrible hockey loving husbands, spouses, and children mm. who whenever their home team loses, they riot and, and like kick the dog and stuff. By the way, more on kicking later as there's a big lawsuit in the NFL. Excited for that one. So Maurice Rocket Richard, that's for the most goals scored in hockey. That is a stupid name for an award because who is Maurice Rocket Richard? You need to name it the Wayne Gretzky
0: Award. It's not? It's not. It's not the Mario Lemieux Award. It's not the... Well, it'll never be the Mario Lemieux Award if Wayne Gretzky exists. That, You're talking mur- multiverse stuff right now. You you are the correct. multiverse of madness where So Mario Lemieux is better than Wayne Gretzky. I even
1: think it, hockey should be called the Michael Jordan Award. And I know you're like, Fred, that doesn't make a ton of sense. Well, I mean, now it would be the Tom
0: Brady Award, wouldn't it? There we go. Yeah.
1: So the person who scores the most goals is the Tom Serena, Brady. Serena
0: Williams Award.
1: Cute. <laughs> that's why Nolan Ryan sucks. Because he only threw no hitters, and he threw no Cy Youngs. And if you could throw one Cy Young, that's better than seven no hitters. There's literally an equation that
0: says that. Yeah, I don't think it's that important. A Cy Young or a no hitter? A Cy Young? No, a hitter. But the guy didn't even win one. What's? Well, I don't get the, what the big deal is. Because the
1: guys, because there's only a couple. How how many Cy Youngs have been given out?
0: It's got to be a lot. Is it one a year? Well, not one, for, one less than the average amount of no hitters. So it started in
1: 1956. Okay. Oh, good year. And then in 1960, why? Why? Well,
0: <laughs> The year after... The I-9 Varsity, of Varsity of cool stuff that happened in 1956.
1: Deal. Okay, I like that one. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of 1956. You hear that at 5.15 today.
0: It was a good year for one race in this country.
1: I think it's the year after Albert Einstein died. So there's a weird one. Oh, uh-huh. They started
0: singing. Nope, nope. That's... The day... The science died. That's pretty good, actually. And then in 1967... After that, Bob wants us to break. He's like, I can't handle this anymore. I need three minutes off. All right, so
1: 10 years (laughs) of one Cy Young. Okay. Okay, and then starting in 1967, two of them per year. Yeah, that's the same same
0: amount as no-hitters. Listen to yourself. So that's... You're just disproving your own theory. That's
1: like 55... So there's 65 Cy Young winners, give or take one or two. Math is hard. So okay, there's how many no-hitters? 421, you said? 315. All right, so it's 315. But they started in 1876. All right, also, heads up, the next no-hitter is the most important one in the history of baseball because that's no-hitter 316, and I'm going to get that T-shirt.
0: Okay. Okay. So Is that because of Stone Cold that's or correct. our Lord and Savior JC?
1: Uh, what do you think about John? So okay. John three sixteen is the big one, but mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I just what? I think
0: you split the crowd in half just now. The, what what is five zero five two four six zero six ten? What is three sixteen? What does three sixteen mean to you? That's
1: pro wrestling. Okay. It used to be, it used to be like colorful rainbow wig, at a golf course. John three sixteen, but it's not anymore.
0: Okay, so you think Stone Cold is so culturally relevant? He bumped our Lord and Savior off of the pop culture chart? That's how I feel. Oh, my gosh.
1: Whenever he, at King of the Ring, 96, beat the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, that's whenever this all makes sense now, because he was doing an evangelical character at the time, was the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who wanted then to, in real life, be sued by the state of Mississippi for misappropriation of funds as it relates to religious organizations, for a good PR push for the state of Mississippi.
0: Stone Cold was out in front of this the whole time. The 33.3 Bitcoin man, Ted DiBiase. Nolan Ryan's garbage. Whenever we get back more...
1: Oh, wait. We have to go football. I'm sorry. I was excited for more baseball. That's okay. Whenever we get back, NFL football quarterbacks are weird. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, boys. I got one for you. Yo. So there's this there's this quarterback, okay? Uh-huh. He plays for the Have you heard of this team, Bob, the Washington Commanders? They're new. Have you heard of them? They play in Washington. So they used to be previously the Washington Redskins. Um, but because that name wasn't stupid enough because it's a terrible name for a team, they decided to do all this like super awful Me Too stuff, including like exploitation of like female employees. It, just complete rebranding is what this is. They're trying to get away from it all. So, Washington Commanders. And they're like, well, we're obviously not cool. We're obviously a bunch of losers. We obviously do dumb, loser, not cool stuff mm-hmm. be- because of our leadership, our ownership, our front office. And we also don't care about fans. That's been proven. Also, we don't care about the other teams in the league because we
0: launder money from them. Yeah. Stole money from their season ticket holders. Yeah. Stole money from other NFL owners, five, falsely reported. Now they're getting a federal investigation. Five
1: zero five two four six zero six ten. If you are a Washington Commander slash used to be a Redskins fan, call the show and justify that to me. Because I'm telling you, as far as sports organizations go and Dan Snyder, this is an organization of losers. The fan base is full of losers. Anyone who proactively chooses to root for or engage in a positive manner, belief towards the Washington whatevers is a loser. Am I being clear here? Yes. And they're continuing that by drafting quarterback Sam Howell, who only eats chicken tenders like a child. He's a child. He's the Brandon Ortega
0: of professional football. Well, at least Brandon has hamburgers. Well, Brandon does have hamburgers. He does eat them dry like a psychopath, though. Quote, I've never tried a burger
1: or steak and won't eat seafood. I order chicken tenders at steak houses, and I bring my own tenders to team dinners. That's weird. That's it's on
0: brand, is what it is for this Washington team. Like that didn't come up in the wonderlic. <laughs> that didn't come up during the interviews. Like your diet. Like you're a, a elite level athlete. You only eat chicken, and it's breaded chicken. Like a child. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Hey, How did you make it this far? Can I get some mussy sauce? Can hey can can you go to the back and give me some mussy? Um, here's what I need. I need some ointment from my chicky tendies. I don't know what mussy is, but I'm assuming if he's only eating chicken tenders, is he's it? only dipping them in ketchup. Hold up. Mussy, I think, is short for mustard. Oh, is it?
1: Is it not? From where? Well, isn't honey mussy like honey mussy, like honey, honey
0: mustard sauce? I thought mussy was a derogatory term for people in the Middle East.
1: Uh, I don't have the answer to that one. Okay. But I do know if you're going to put ointment on your... Tindy boys, uh-huh. you're a, you're a big old child, is what you are. The other day, me and friend of the show, friend in real life, Rob Portnoy, we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and the girl's like, "Do you want bone in or boneless?" And we're both like, "Well, we're
0: adults, we're adults, so we want bone in." Yes. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Because mm-hmm. if you eat popcorn chickens. If you eat
0: chicken tenders, if you eat boneless chicken wings. Boneless chicken wings are just tenders. That's all these things are the same thing. Those are chicken nuggets at a different restaurant. Yeah,
1: McNuggies. Yeah. You know what? You know what doesn't have like a like a super lame nickname like what I'm talking about right now? Buffalo wings. They're just buffalo wings. That's what you're getting. That's what you're eating. You can go anywhere in the whole country. There's an expectation where you're gonna get. It's like going to
0: any rice house in any country
1: any city in the country. You know the menu. You don't even have to look at
0: it. A rice house. Yeah. I don't know what a rice house is. So obviously that doesn't translate like, well. Like Chinese food. Chinese food. You don't call that a rice house. You call them a rice house. That's what they're called, right, Bob, you call them rice houses or Chinese houses? So you've said muzzy and rice house in the same two minute span.
1: You say rice house, right? No. I, I don't. Is say, that is that I don't a
0: Chinese place. Chinese place. Chinese yeah. restaurant.
1: Chinese restaurant. So you say Chinese restaurant, you say Chinese place, and I say Rice House. out
2: Unless I'm talking about Panda Express, and then it's Order Yuppie to. Chow. Oh, Yuppie Chow. That's nice. I like I that I do one. like that That's one. good. That's
0: strong work. <laughs> Very smart. I think... It's uh, like a secret menu thing. Payway <laughs> is the new Yuppie Chow. Payway. Payway. Yeah. Is that like a Benihana? Yeah. You never had Payway? I don't know. It's strong work. This is an unpaid advertisement right here. Yes, Pei-way it is. is delicious. There's one on it's like Louisiana. Like fat, yep. It's like yeah. fast food, PF Chang's.
1: How do you spell it? P E I W E I. So that's why yes. I, that's why I never would have found it because that doesn't. If you, when you first had, it, I thought it was like a grocery. I thought it was like a no, like a piggly wiggly or something. Five zero five two
0: four six zero six ten. Reach out to us on the sports animal hotline or the exact same number, sports animal text line. Oh, I got the text line. Just like a friend of the show did, who said baseball is boring. Change the subject. <laughs> and I don't I don't have all these numbers memorized, but I know this one, and I know who you are, and you're poking me specifically, and I don't appreciate it. Actually, I'm kidding. I appreciate it. Please.
1: The thing about baseball being boring, it's only when there's no hitters, and here's the thing, that's boring every day, because there's a uh, no-hitter every freaking day.
0: There's a rookie who pitched a no-hitter, and then... A position player got to pitch, and then a position player batted left-handed for the first time in his career and hit a home run. That is the story. All that stuff is exciting. That is amazing all the way around. You buried the lead. No hitters suck. Yeah. By the way, Shohei Ohtani was there the whole time. We didn't mention him at all. Super stud. Mike Trout was in that game. Didn't mention him. That's how great that was last night. It's
1: two dingers Monday night. One of them a grand slam, and you're just like, okay. like This guy's the truth. People
0: forgot about Mike Trout. Where Mike Mike Trout got drafted Mike, Mike 15th Tra- in our fantasy draft this year. I was like, you people are idiots. Mike Trout is basically Dre. Because you forgot about him. Because you forgot about him. hmm <laughs> Yep. I
1: didn't. Sam Howell is so soft. Sam Howell, to me, is the new Kevin Durant.
0: Just by diet, though.
1: Just, oh, yeah. But, that no, that's number one. Sam Howell's the guy when he, like, he throws it to you over the middle, like, to himself, he's like, sorry. <laughs> what is he Canadian too yeah whenever, whenever Sam Howell like gets to the practice facility if there's not where he can pull directly into a spot and he has to back in or parallel park he's always like can someone do this for me <laughs> that's Sam Howell
0: Sam Howell it's just going to open the floodgates now because cu- if this adult human only eats chicken strips all day every day that's just the tip of the iceberg Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. You know what sunk the Titanic? Like a, a two foot tall iceberg? Yeah. You know it was below the surface? An like iceberg. A mile yeah. wide iceberg. Correct. Yeah. Like a Titanic sized one. The chicken nuggets are sticking out of the water. Mm-hmm. What's beneath
1: the surface here is what I'm wondering. Hey, heads up Sam Howe got cut from the USFL. That's who you're bringing onto this squad. A loser who is a loser. And is doing loser stuff. You go to the grocery. You were talking about going to the payway earlier. Uh You go to the grocery with Sam Howell and there's like Express Checkout. And he's like, oh, sorry, Van. I got 13 items. That's Sam Howell. Sam Howell is the, and half of those are Chicky Nuggies.
0: They're all Chicky Nuggies.
1: He's super soft. I just hate him. (laughs) You barely know the guy. Oh, yeah? Then why do I know that he loves season eight of Game of Thrones?
0: Why do I know that, Van? Well, that's the only season he's watched. That's That's why. (laughs) He just watches it on repeat.
1: He <laughs> he's the worst. Oh. Here's the thing. That's the thing. Okay. Sam Howell's the type of guy where you're like, hey, you prefer showers or baths? He's,
0: he's a bath guy. And he's like, what's a shower?
1: Yeah, he doesn't get it. And that's what this commander's team is.
0: His rubber ducky's a chicken.
1: This dude's gone too far. <laughs> Grab a break. Okay, I'm over Sam Hal. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. Welcome back to the program, Josh Sushan, joining us at five thirty. We talked about this very briefly yesterday. Hit on it again. (laughs) hit on it (laughs) Mike Tyson will face zero charges from the state of California not sure if that means anything federally for beating up a passenger on my favorite airline JetBlue where you can just sit first class and beat up passengers
0: you're provoked you can't just beat up anybody this isn't fight club
1: they said uh, anytime Mike Tyson flies with JetBlue expect a black eye that's what they said in their press release.
0: Expect a black eye. Yes, if you see Mike Tyson on your plane, expect to catch one. If I see Mike Tyson on my plane, it's hello, sir. I'm a big fan of your work. I promise I will not bother you at all whatsoever. It wasn't me.
1: If I see Mike Tyson on a plane, I'm going to stay ducking. So California says, I decline to press charges against Mike Tyson. And that is because, uh, quote, I am terrified of him.
0: What? <laughs> like you can't say that as a DA. There's a different word for this, but that was the perfect situation for mess around and find out. That guy messed around. Mike Tyson aided him in finding out. In a yes. court of law, yes. that is legal precedent. Mike Tyson's lawyer used that defense very good sir there's legal precedent for this situation are you familiar with bleep around and find out <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's an old Saturday i live bit where it's weekend update and norm mcdonald is doing like a full like three or four minute set on mike tyson just just ripping mike tyson. this is when it was all the robin given stuff yeah and yeah yeah and at the end whoever's on there with him is like aren't you afraid mike tyson's gonna like come after you and then he looks at to the he looks at the camera at the end of update and he taps like his little papers you know sure sure he goes whatever taps him he goes and for weekend update I'm Kevin Nealon <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a brilliance to Norm McDonald that is my my favorite Norm McDonald weekend update moment and he was like topping the pop charts this week is Seattle band better than Ezra. Coming in at number two, Ezra. <laughs> this is genius. Just pure genius. Oh, gosh. Did
1: you see the video of this fight on this JetBlue thing where afterwards the guy who messed around after he found out, yeah. it's just him just like as dissolved as any human being has ever. Just a
0: lump of human.
1: And by the way, his- crying in his hands. This video is not taken by strangers. It's taken by his boys.
0: Yeah, yeah. His boys are watching. His boys knew what was going (laughs) to happen. I mean, I
1: know you already said it, but they're like, yeah, yeah, go mess around.
0: Yeah, this is the Mike Tyson on an airplane version of, dude, you can totally shoot a bottle rocket out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just put it in your teeth and light Uh, it. And that's the thing. Everything will be fine. (laughs)
1: At first, he was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go talk to Mike Tyson. I'm going to say hello and be respectful. i got a whole plan. But you know what happens to your plan once you get punched in the mouth? Yeah. No more. No more plan. Oh, man. There's a handful of people that you don't want to make you the victim.
0: And by the way, this isn't late 80s, early 90s uh, rabid pit bull Mike Tyson. This is yoga and weed, yeah. and meditation yeah. Mike Tyson. This is way longer of a fuse Mike Tyson. If you piss off this version of Mike Tyson, not only are you asking for it, you're really really asking for it. He
1: needs to do the, you know how here at Cumulus we have to take like harassment videos and stuff like the, once you're employed, whatever. Sure. Yeah, That's what he needs to do for JetBlue. He's like, do you ever find yourself in a situation? And, he's like, <laughs> and then people are like, like yeah no we're we're totally taking this in Mike this is very good also you have to go Oppo now like and I know I don't feel like Mike Tyson is like the suing you type of guy mm-hmm. but I think he has to do the petition to JetBlue to be like you have to ban that guy forever now and they're gonna be like no we're not but then he's gonna get up with like free flights or an endorsement mm-hmm. or something. that's the move you have to do next because I mean he shouldn't have shouldn't have had to do with that guy that guy should have been I mean this is not me making a joke literally a flight attendant should have taken. That should have de-escalated that situation before Mike Tyson had to beat up a guy.
0: Well, I didn't watch the whole video, but I I am assuming someone tried to stop him. Maybe. You don't just let some drunk frat boy talk smack to Mike Tyson and just sit there and be like, this is going to go great. No, it's so dumb. This is going to be
2: just fine. Maybe the drunk had been harassing the flight attendant. And when the flight attendant Ooh. saw that he was har- harassing Tyson, okay, said I'm buying hmm, this. I'm buying it. Bob's been there. Yeah, he's been there. She. <laughs> so yeah. I think deviously,
1: <laughs> Bob the stewardess is like, he's like, isn't that Mike Tyson over there? And then like you lose all direction. <laughs> I don't
0: think you're not supposed to say stewardess anymore. What is it? Flight attendant, if you're male. Oh, is it? I don't. Is that a thing? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, is this like secretary, office assistant difference? Yes. administrative yeah. assistant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I okay, I didn't super know that.
2: Of course, you know the original stewardesses had to be nurses. Really, registered nurses. From the
1: friend of the show hotline, Stephen A. Smith recently found out that Jim Rome makes three times what he makes. Well, yes, yes. Like Jim Rome is nationally syndicated syndicated radio for the last 35 years across the country that brings in all of the sponsorship dollars.
0: Yeah, and who does the show by himself for like six hours a day. And
1: Stephen A. Smith does 30 minutes on a talking head roundtable show. Does he also have a radio show? I think he does on Sirius. Mm -hmm. Sirius don't pay like that. I know. I've been Sirius adjacent. Like, we had those conversations. (laughs) There's no money in Sirius. That's why we're in terrestrial radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. And if Stephen A. is going to overreact to that, the only overreact is to actually just regular react. You know who else gets paid more than us? Stephen A. Smith by like three times. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: You know who else? Just about everybody. Yeah,
1: right. (laughs) And that's the thing about radio, because there's two forms of radio. I don't know how much time we have here. The quickest little version is you can get paid the absolute minimum amount of money that a state can pay you to do radio, and you're in radio. Cool, you can hear your voice every day. Or like the Howard Stern version, which is the version... People who are a successful follow, you find your own advertisers, you sell, you sell your time. you do the whole thing yourself, and you don't make any money being a radio person now, You make money being a salesman. Right. Jim Rome's in a lot of movies. <laughs> Jim Rome has not, not been selling.
0: That's the biggest problem with the new Space Jam is they didn't put Jim Rome in it, I think. 100%. That's, that's true. That, that's why it was a failure.
1: We got the I-9 Varsity of 1956 coming up. We're going to talk Urban Meyer, Josh Sushan at 530, Ice Baseball, 645 is the opening or is the pregame. Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh my God. It's 5.04. That means you're out of work. Probably means you're on the way of the Ice game. That's what's up. Hope so. It's been a good little program this far today. I agree. Only 45 more minutes of this one before we are into Ice baseball. And because it's five o'clock, and because you're in the car, and because I think we're contractually have to because of the world we live in as far as the release to sports, NFL talk. I could I am being serious right now. I could sleep on the NFL.
0: This is already our second NFL segment. So how dare you?
1: The first one was me just recycling Hunter pin jokes. Yeah. So no, I actually made it into a baseball segment. I, well,
0: kind of. I snuck in baseball into football. It was more about you know chicken nuggets and the food industry but people who choose chicken nuggets over other food are children
1: i should not have used the word people i should use the word children children do yes that's a child thing it's a child's thing sam howell who wasn't good enough for the usfl also isn't good enough for texas
0: longhorn but this is like legit genius though because you know tyson or chick-fil-a or somebody is going to sign him literally tomorrow well it won't be
1: chick-fil-a because they're the So it'll be like whoever's like the third or best
0: chicken place. Zaxby's. Yes. <laughs> checkers. <laughs> and Checkers the one that's in the truck stop. Yes, that's the only reason I know it. I don't trust that one. But you know, I'm friggin' vegan adjacent. Yeah, I'm vegetarian, and I've had more meat, more diverse meat in the past year than Josh Howell. Oh, that's crazy. Sam Howell, excuse me. you was yeah, you close enough. Whatever. I know now. Chicken strip eating a loser.
1: And this is nice of the athletic who reported this first to call him Sam Howell. Because you know everyone calls him Sammy. Yeah. Hey, Sammy. Sam Howell who only eats chicken nuggets. I he'd probably call him Samuel. Samuel. Sammy Pie.
0: I hate that dude. He and, throws a fit when he has to make his bed in the morning.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Because, well, here's the thing. He's in his early twenties. Why is his mom still giving him all these directions? You you know that biological thing when you become a teenager and the sound of your like your mother's voice just starts to irritate you to no end, so that you leave the tribe that you grew up in to go like find another tribe somewhere else in the existence, so that you
0: don't so you can diverse the gene pool. That that doesn't apply to me, but I've seen '80s movies, so yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. Sam Howell never had that. Okay. He's like,
0: I love it. I want to go to McDonald's. I got so many good boy points. Samuel, we have chicken strips at home.
1: (laughs) Are they in the fridge? Because I like them room temp. Sammy? We got to defrost them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know they don't even own a microwave, so I got to let them sit out. No. And he was was like, air fryer? I'm not going to ruin these. Air Fryer's been around that long? So it's actually Samantha Howe. Just a... (laughs) Is that a Sex and the City reference? (laughs) Okay. I think we just made Two Men On slash ABQ Central history here as the first time we've mentioned Sex and the City in three years. I mean, as far as... Not counting our Sex and the City special. uh, Not counting that uh, show.
1: That's such a a Miranda thing to say. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm more of an Ashley. She's not one of them. I, I know. Yeah. I did the tour. Did I tell you that I did the, Sex did the, the tour? The Sex and the City tour oh when I was God. in New
0: York, and and then you had the conversation with your dad right after that. Yeah. That, well, I had just got had to tell him
1: I just got married.
0: So uh, I was
1: on my honeymoon in New York, and there was this. Uh, it was like a bus thing. You take a bus around New York, and you get to see like all the New York, like touristy things, right? Okay. As they relate. To the hit HBO series, Sex and the City. And you're like, well, Fred, that's got to be, like, probably a lot of room on that bus, right? No. No, this damn thing was sold out, like, months in it, And this was 2010, so this was a lot of years ago. Ugh. That's too funny. I forgot all about that. I did not forget it. Why am I making
0: a big deal about that? I just went on a rant earlier about how cool it was that my neighbor's house was on Better Call Saul. <laughs> that's the same genre. That's like, have you taken the Breaking Bad tour, bro? You drive around in an RV, you're seeing buildings, you're sightseeing in your own city. That's a real thing here? Just drive there. There's Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I never saw that. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's Breaking Bad Tour. I'm downtown a
1: lot.
0: Is that downtown? It's everywhere. They drive you to all the locations. Wherever they film. We should get the Breaking Bad Tour people on one day. It's like a guy, right? It's not like a company. No, it
2: is a company.
0: Yeah, and but they he, have multiple cuz I've seen multiple. No. There's the RV, the exact make and model, of the RV where they cooked meth in, and they have one of those Bounder, I think it's called, a Bounder, and they drive it around town to all the filming so, locations. I stayed in one. I stayed
1: in one and true, their consequences at a hot spring where they take like RVs from like famous movie? movies yeah, yeah. and put them in this RV park where you like play cornhole and smoke weed with strangers and hang out in like a semi-nudist Hot spring bath. This is a real story.
0: Twenty five year old Van just got so excited
1: by that. No, this is like this was like right before COVID. <laughs> this is like not that long ago. This is like January twenty twenty. That's where I was whenever Kobe passed. Because I, I remember, because I remember being like, this is a, this is a weird one. More Josh Lambo talk when we get back. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team i9, and we start our days at the YMCA in Central New Mexico. It's ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten, the Sports Animal. Talking
0: about him like a puppy, like a puppy, like a puppy, like a, how a puppy learns. That's what you got to do to a puppy. That's what, how how you teach a puppy.
1: Back-to-back NFL segments, marking on the calendar, first time probably ever.
0: That's not true whatsoever. We do a draft special? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that was probably it. Yeah. Oh, we did a whole
1: week from the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, remember that? Yeah,
1: remember that? (laughs) Bob, we went to the Super Bowl. Forgot all about that. So, Josh Lambeau, who was the kicker for your Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Jaguars.
1: Jaguars. 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 Jaguar. Jag, Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jaguar. Jaguars. Jaguar. He is suing Urban Meyer, who coached the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguar. For a cup of coffee last season. A few games. So, you've had jobs. I've had jobs. Sure. Everyone is listening to this program right now in some capacity, has a boss. I'm my own man. I went to school hard not. No. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Everyone listening to this program has a boss. If that boss kicks you, I would identify that as a pretty unacceptable human race sources adjacent behavior.
0: Um, They would frown upon that here. I don't know about all employment agencies or businesses or what have you. But if your boss kicks you, that's in the manual. Like they teach you that day 1. Day 1. Yeah. That's a day one Unless like you own a karate dojo, it's pretty unacceptable to be kicked by your boss. There's
1: two tiers to this because yes, you're correct. Okay. Also, if you're listening to the program and you own a karate dojo, reach out to the show at Fox... 52460610. And we'll go dojo adjacent. We'll go jujitsu. And we'll go Tai Chi. Any of those, like, combat disciplines, I'd like to get you in a filmed situation where people of smaller size, stature, and hopefully opposite
0: gender than you beat you up. You're talking about me? Yes. Beat me up? Yes. Okay. So. That's fun. I'm padded, right? I don't know. Because naturally, I'm not padded. No, no, you are frail. I'm frail and bony and pokey. Yeah. I got a lot of re- weird right angles on my body. If, it shouldn't you, be a-
1: if you turn to the side while I'm looking at you also towards the sun, you disappear
0: momentarily. That is how... If it's right at high noon, you might not be able to see me.
1: Yeah. In a shootout, like in old Westy, the harder they fall style settings,
0: you are basically
1: unshootable.
0: Yeah. I mean, you better be the best gun in the West. Yeah. Because I'm just going to turn sideways, and none of these yeah. rookies cur, out here, these cur dogs, yeah. are going to hit me.
1: Also, I'm back into Western movies, that, but that's for another time. Okay. Okay. So Josh Lambeau... Tomorrow's Varsity. Oh, my gosh. Best Western movies? Movies you watch at the Best Western? Thank you. Okay. So... Josh Lambeau is gonna sue Urban Meyer. Okay. As he should, he should. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah, guy kicked you. Kick got a guy. Here's the thing though. Florida has a whistleblowers act. Okay. So the private sector has a whistleblowers act. hmm And what that is, is when he went to his boss to say, like when he went to Shot Khan was like, hey, heads up, I'm I'm not like, getting kicked. Yeah. You're not allowed to tell the mass media. Yeah. You're not allowed to betray that trust. You should ha- be able to confidently go and report misdoings by your superior. So he, by the way, had a garbage season after that. I think he was probably even cut. I have no idea. He give me my 3.5 base. I want it all, sure. And give me incentives
0: that I missed, sure. And then we're evens. That's fair. And it looks like he's going to come out on. He's going to get it. Hey, Shod Khan. I mean, just blank check the guy make this disappear from the news ASAP. If you fight this, that's just another stain on your organization that you're trying to move past. And why is he suing the Jaguars?
1: Like, well, that's he's all, suing
0: Urban Meyer. That's all kangaroo court stuff, though. Yeah. So you sue the Jaguars, Jaguar. the
1: Jaguars, so that they can be like, put that on Meyer and not have to pay Meyer out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what that'll end it's up being. on his tab. So I would bet you anything... The Jaguars, mm-hmm. the Jaguars are telling Josh, Josh Lambeau, hey, sue us. Sue us. We'll give you 3.5. Yeah. Because we can peel
0: 30 yeah. off of mm-hmm. old Irby over here. because He got a lot of guaranteed money, and it's just sitting there. We got to pay him less, so it's better that it goes to you, buddy. We actually like you. Is it the
1: worst coaching tenure of all time, putting Nick Saban... Back in, like, taking him out of God status?
0: Urban Meyer? Yeah. Um, I think it's the worst. It not, not just performance on the field, but as far as, like, his behavior and the people he hired behavior, mm-hmm. yes. It's the worst coaching tenure in the history of the National Football do League. You,
1: do you have any lawyer friends? A few, yeah. All right, so hear me out. So we called them. All right. We all moved to Jacksonville. Okay. We started commercial. And say, Bob kicked us. No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> we we get like a, an overnight commercial. Hey, leave me out of this. this we, yeah, to the curb. You, we get like one of those midnight to six a.m. like reoccurring ones, and we get one of those only during the nightly news commercials. Okay, and it's like, did you or a loved one work for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Because mm-hmm. if you did, uh-huh. you may so, be entitled to compensation. Join our class action <laughs> lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just how difficult? Excuse that cough. The allergies. Were you re- uh, were you affected by a racist trainer, uh, an uncle yeah. touchy coach? <laughs> uh, were you kicked by your head coach? Oh, were you verbally God. assaulted? Yeah. Sorry, fan base.
1: Let's do our best, New York Giants, and give you a free medium soda. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: like, never
1: mind. We're even. We're even. We're even. But, but hey, when you accept the soda, there's like fine print that's like. By accepting the soda, you can in no way proceed a financial reimbursement from the Jacksonville
0: Jaguars. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh,
1: can you imagine a kick by your boss getting... Because did you see the quotes where he's like, hey, expletive, expletive. Hey, yeah. your expletive kicks.
0: Yeah. I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the bleep I want. So dumb. That's not part of your job, Urban. So dumb red flag uh a dude named urban yeah yeah starts there i don't know a single cool urban zero keith urban last name way different all right you're right yeah the last good urban was urban shocker and he played baseball in the 1890s and he's only cool because he's got a cool name pretty good up the middle if you're an ncaa coach is that a shocker joke yep okay pretty I wasn't sure. Almost snuck that one past me. Almost slid that one right in.
1: Took you two, huh? So whenever, remember you're going from the NCAA to the NFL? You have to you need to have like a transfer portal one-year waiting period where you just shirt and observe.
0: You nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Or you need a handler like Des Bryant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And But you can't also, because if you have a handler, you can't be like, I'm the head
0: football coach. I kick whoever the bleep I want. And your hand will be like, actually, let's sit down and read your contract again. There is a very clear no kicking clause. You weirdo. You weirdo. You freak.
1: When we get back after this one, Josh Sushan will join us. Ooh, you promise? We're going to talk about Lies Baseball. I got questions. They're important. They're about how do you broadcast a game when you're taking a 20 to 1 thumping and you got to keep that bad boy entertaining? Cause I need some pointers sometimes. Cause I, I just start telling
0: stories. I just I'd, I'd like to think we helped out a little bit last night. What in our text thread by distracting him a little bit. All right, so that's uh, so we're only providing
1: a little levity. Only the three of us know about that. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to break that wall here on the program. So we'll talk about that whenever we get back <laughs> to Two Men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten the Sports Animal. It's the white and the knuckle. It's the gold and the buckle. You'll win in the next go round. That's the speech I'll give to the Isotopes today, joining us on the broadcast. Josh Sushan. Josh, welcome to the program. On the program. Okay, so I'm excited to have you here because yesterday, I, is there like a Pulitzer or like any sort of award for broadcasting a game? Because keeping a 20-to-1, I mean, that takes a world of skill, art, and talent in a combination. and You had all three yesterday, my dude.
3: Well, it's very nice of you to say, you know, when you think about the grand scheme of life, if the worst problem that I have in life is that I broadcasted a game and my employer lost 20 to 1, how amazing is my life?
0: That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. You're not lying. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah.
3: You know what the worst part of my night was?
0: What's that? There
3: is not a way that you can type unsubscribe to a whole bunch of text messages that keep interrupting the nice. flow when you're trying to do a <laughs> broadcast when it's 20 nice. to 1.
0: You can, lit- you can literally put
1: unsubscribe. We'll yeah. take a hint. So we, uh, <laughs> we were having baseball talk, Josh. We thought you wanted to be a part of that. let
3: I did not. <laughs> I like you guys, but I did not care one bit what you guys were trying to talk to me about. All you did was just blow up my phone and make it very aggravating. So I was trying to focus. Well, we
0: just we're trying to inform you about two no-hitters happening at the same time. And Tyler O'Neill up to bat for the St. Louis Cardinals yeah. is
1: the go-ahead run in the bottom of the ninth with two on and a chance to crack a dinger all the way past the Kansas River. What's the problem? None of those things happened. None of them. So a little. I
3: appreciate that you guys were thinking of me <laughs> and that you wanted me to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. To, I mean, to, if it's a, appreciate if it's the a, thought. <laughs> if it's a one-run game, I know you got to screw down. We'll leave you yeah, that's alone. Story, yeah, but yeah. if it's a blowout, we're trying to make your afternoon better, that's brother. What
1: saying it was, it's hard to tell that story of twenty-one. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, what do you, do you just start pulling like trivia facts out of the air? Like, like what's your move on that, Josh? Well,
3: a couple of things. Number one, because of the pitch clock, there's not a whole lot of time that you have to fill. Oh, right? good, good point. point. Yeah, okay? yeah, I, I mean, yesterday was twenty to one, and the game was done in two hours and twenty-six minutes.
0: That was my joke earlier. I kind of over-exaggerated on purpose, but I knew it still went fast. Um,
3: The (laughs) other thing is, so I actually thought that yesterday was a really good example of how if your belief is it's impossible to pitch in Albuquerque, you felt vindicated. And if your belief is it's not impossible to pitch in Albuquerque, you were also vindicated because, oh, by the way, the other team's starting pitcher did not give up a hit into the sixth inning, and they combined on a three-hitter. So, yeah. The ball flies here. Yes, the wind was blowing out. Yes, there's cheap home runs here. They got the job done. So give credit to Sugarlands pitchers, Brandon Bielak and Chad Donato. It's hard to pitch here, absolutely, positively, but it's not
1: impossible. And so give those guys credit. It is kind of unique to see one that's 20-1 to because normally when you see one, it's like 20-10, 20-11, <laughs> right. 12, 13. Yeah. 20-1? to one? It's not like the altitude only worked in the
0: top yeah, of the inning yesterday. Right? <laughs> yeah.
3: They the bu- wind was not only blowing out in the top of the inning.
0: They flew to sea level in between innings to play a different inning. Yes. <laughs> Interesting approach. <laughs> the boys are bouncing back
1: tonight, though, and I don't know anything about Riley Smith, and I tried to figure it out a little bit. I'm under the impression this might be the first time he's, he's taken the bump. Yes, he's making his Rockies organization oh, debut. Oh, cool. Exciting. He's pitched here before. He pitched here for Reno against
3: the Isotopes last September. He's got some time in the major leagues with the Diamondbacks. The Rockies just signed him to take the place of Frank Duncan in the rotation. Right, Uh, Poor Frank. I love Frankie so much, and he's been trying to pitch through a knee injury, which I didn't want to say anything about on the air because I didn't want the other team to hear and then start trying to drop down bunts against him. But he had not been close to 100% all year. He was trying to pitch through it, and then it basically got to the point of no return in Oklahoma City where he's trying to cover first base on a ground ball and his knee buckles, and he's on the injured list, and I don't know how long he's going to be out, but... The Rockies knew that they needed somebody else to take his place at AAA. And so Riley Smith had been released by the Diamondbacks at the end of spring training. He had signed with an independent league team, but he did not pitch for that independent league team. And so, yeah, he's making his Rockies organization debut. Because he hasn't pitched a whole lot since spring training, he probably can't go very deep in the game. They're hoping they can get four innings out of him. Um, But, again, dude's got some major league service time, so we're excited to see what he can do.
0: Sure. Day game tomorrow. Morning game. Yeah, morning game, Morning baseball. Right? I
1: like that.
3: Brunch
0: with the Topes. 11.05 first shift. Champagne pitch. and caviar.
1: Actually,
3: oh, really? A, where a,
0: Where do I go to get that? A, to get that? A, what booth I, is I, that? What section is
3: that? That's not the Dion's <laughs> tent, <is> Actually, <laughs> it? it's a school day matinee, so there'll be no <laughs> champagne and caviar. It'll be hot dogs and sodas. <laughs> Just as good for a boy. So,
0: Josh, what's your routine? How does it alter when you've got a night game followed by a day game? What does that oh, look like goodness, for you? Oh, my
3: goodness. Sleep fast. Yeah. Um, honestly, I recorded tomorrow's pregame interview today. And actually, that makes me – that probably reduces 47% of my stress.
0: Oh, there you go. So, you just, like, like, go home, like, have an oat soda, pound some melatonin, and then, like, wake no, up? No,
3: I'm, I'm scared of taking melatonin. <laughs> like, I'd rather just, like, wake up seven times in the middle of the night than, than sleep through an alarm clock. I'll set three alarms, <laughs> and, uh, and I'll still be scared that I, like, forgot to set the alarm. And, yeah, no, it's just some coffee and some breakfast and get here and – Honestly, at a certain point, you just forget that it's... Uh, I mean, at the same time, it's 11 a.m. It's not like the game's at 5 a.m.
1: Sure, It's sure. 11 a.m. Yeah. Most yeah. people have been
3: at work for four hours.
1: But we you have g- to get over ourselves. You're going to be wrapped up around one thirty. You know, we don't have to do radio until 4. I figure we all just go down to the showplex, catch the new Multiverse of Madness, and we do a complete Marvel recap on the show that night. How do you feel about that? Smart. I might go back to sleep when okay. tomorrow's Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> we want to answer the text... We'll-
0: it, well, I, mean, I like
1: that plan, but just not for tomorrow. It's, I think it's a
0: very good plan. Okay, yeah. what's longer, the average Topes game or Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness? That's what I we would, need to find we, out. Oh, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a,
3: no, that's no, that's a good question. I would say that
1: it's uh, that it's Marvel these days. It's, I think you're right. I think we. Hey, why not both? That's my why approach. Both? <laughs> <laughs> that's my approach. Double feature. That's oh, I like that. We'll be out at the ballpark tomorrow, uh, in ta- enjoying day game baseball before we come to do the program, and we'll be there Friday up until. Like almost seven o'clock because the game. Get, all right, so get this: Friday night gates open early, but the ball game starts a little bit later. Yeah, yes. so, so you're gonna have, statements. you're gonna have the whole experience regardless of the time you get there, starting as early as five thirty. Bring the kids, guys already. starting get nervous and
3: pumped up for Friday's big
1: showcase. Am I? Yeah. Oh god. So I stay nervous. Like I don't talk about this a lot, but I just walk around with a level of anxiety that that I apply in a positive fashion. Ooh, I like that. a yeah. lot. Yeah, I call it Midwest punctuality but it's similar to your melatonin thing where it's, it's I, I have to be the first one there, I have to look the part, I have to be at expectation, and if I at all fail anyone's perceived expectation myself, which by the way, they never communicated, it's a thing I created myself, then then I spend the rest of the day just wallowing in sadness.
3: So by me hey. bringing up that you're, got, you're going to be here live on Friday and the gates going to be open 30 minutes earlier and you guys got a full show and there's going to be a lot of people on the concourse yeah. watching you, staring at you, uh-huh. looking at you, judging you, wondering if you can really handle this, does that make you feel better or does that increase your anxiety?
0: They're, they're going to say, y- you're not Josh Sushan. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. Hey Bob, cut out that last rant by Fred. I need to send that to his therapist. Yeah, that's uh, like, we do need that one. So I love the attention. Like, yeah, I love the distraction. I love the challenge of like people like walking up to me and giving me high fives while I'm on air, and I point at my ears and it doesn't do a thing, and they just keep talking to me. Even has though has anyone I asked cared. you
3: yet? Like, hey, where are the bathrooms? Every time, yeah, <laughs> every yeah. single time. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> my favorite, where they're like,
1: hey, do you know where we get those ribbon potatoes? I'm like, where? I like, this says 610, the sports
0: animal on it. This is. Right next to us is a giant booth that says information yes. on it. It's guest service. We're, yes. we're talking. We
3: have headphones on. That thing says information right next to us, but you want our help in figuring out what section you're is. I, to you. I
1: do I do this one, though. I do a, hey, but sign up right here and become the designated driver today and get a free <laughs> bottle of water from the Albuquerque ice tubs. So <laughs> That's the one I do because that makes it sound like I have a clue. It's pretty good oh, little, little it. pep talk tough. before the program. What did we miss? What's the big What's the big storyline that we didn't go come up with?
3: You know what I actually really like about tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. Tomorrow, Kids Day Matinee. Uh-huh. Friday, Little League Night. Mm. Saturday, Little League Night. For all of the talk about oh, baseball, they don't reach out to the kids. The kids don't care. There's going to be easily ten thousand kids between approximately ages five and fifteen who are going to be in this ballpark between Thursday, Friday, and Saturday.
0: And a petting zoo Sunday and, and a petting zoo. Give me all I that I bet you, you there's going to be
3: th- there might be close to fifteen to twenty thousand kids from Albuquerque One, in the in the next four days, and
1: then fifteen to twenty thousand kids at heart.
3: Yes, so
1: oh, that's a hundred percent me. That's a hundred percent. me. Yeah. we got to go so that you can go. Josh Soussan, you're the absolute best. Keep sending those text messages to me, boys. I love them. That's that's. Passive
0: aggression. I Sounds think. Sounds like a threat,
1: really. The way I heard.
0: Opposite it. day hey, like here. What are, what are we doing here? All right, man. Did we do we miss anything today? Weird memes. It is, Josh. Here we go. Challenge accepted. I was sitting gifts. Really funny gifts. <laughs> we miss anything? I don't think so, my friend. Well, I tell you what. If we did miss something, make sure you check out the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and a. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.